Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by the world's most successful people to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. This episode is another My Favourite Tip episode. The title's probably pretty self-explanatory. It's about my favourite tip from each of the interviews I conduct. Now, the extract from my chat today is with BJ Fogg. BJ is an experimental psychologist who founded and directs the Behaviour Design Lab at Stanford University. If you've ever read anything about habit change, you will know that BJ is the founding father of this area. He is renowned for creating breakthrough methods for changing human behavior and has recently put them all together in a brilliant book called Tiny Habits. And in this extract of my chat with BJ, we talk all about his methods for actually making habits stick. So on that note, let's head to BJ. So, yeah, um, I have a method called Tiny Habits, which is the title of my new book. And it's basically this. And it's a method that I developed in about 2010. And I started teaching it in 2011. So I've taught 40,000 people personally. And it goes like this. So you take any habit you want and you boil it down so it's super tiny. Uh, So instead of doing, say, 20 push-ups, you boil it down to two. Instead of flossing all your teeth, you do just one. Instead of reading a whole chapter... Maybe it's just a sentence. Then you find where that tiny version of that new habit fits naturally in your life. What does it come after and what you already do? Does it come after you sit down on the subway, after you start your coffee maker, after you feed your dog? So you find where it fits. And then to wire in the habit after you do the new behavior. Let's say you read a paragraph in the book, then you reinforce it by technique called celebration, where you do something that causes a positive emotion inside yourself. For me, one that works is I do a double fist pump. So think Tiger Woods, but double (laughs) and go awesome. Or maybe think what Ian Thorpe used to do when he would win his amazing races. You know, I'm sure there was something he did at the end. Do that. And that's a way of signaling to your brain that this is success. And then your brain starts making that a habit. You're hacking your brain through celebration. So it's basically those three things. Yeah. And in tiny habits, I think you you write about the celebration part being the key to supercharging habit formation. Have I got that right? And if so, can you kind of talk about that? Yeah. So most people have been led to believe that it's repetition that creates habits and that's wrong. Uh, But what people have heard is like, if you repeat a behavior 21 days, it will become habit or 66 days or 102 or whatever. And it turns out that's not the case. If you look at the studies that are cited for that, those studies show that habit strength correlates with repetition, but they don't show that it causes repetition. And what causes it Uh, surprisingly at first, but once you see it, it's obvious. It's the emotion you feel when you do the behavior. So if you do a behavior and you feel successful, then that behavior will become more automatic. So it's that emotion that wires the habit in. So if you're good at causing yourself to feel that positive emotion on demand, that gives you superpowers in creating habits. And that's what I teach in Tiny Habits. One of the chapters is all about that. And there's like at least a hundred different ways to do it because I created an appendix (laughs) or I list a hundred ways and you got to find what works for you. Uh, But you're essentially hacking your emotion to, in order to hack your brain and wire in the habit. 
I think that's so interesting because there are so many kind of myths out there about how long it takes to form a habit, 21 days, 66 days. But essentially what you're saying is that's it's just correlational. Yeah, they're making that mistake. And, and, and But what it also means, there's two really, really important implications of shifting. And I'm glad you asked me this early. One is you don't have to look at habit formation as suffering. Like if I can just endure going to the gym for 21 days, then I'll have this habit. No, <laughs> that's not how it works. Uh, instead, you can create habits through a positive, I mean, a positive experience and through positive emotions. So change doesn't have to equal suffering, number one. And then number two, you can actually wire in habits really quickly. If you do a behavior, so I've got a pen here in front of me and let's imagine this pen is purple. Uh, it's actually blue, but imagine it's purple. And I, and I pick up this pen and I start writing with it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my handwriting is neater. And the pen is smoother on the paper. And oh, this pen, wow, I feel so successful using this purple pen. Well, guess what? This afternoon when I come back to write a note to my mom or something like that, and I have all these pens in front of me, I'll reach for the purple pen because that's the one that made me feel successful. And if, it, if that feeling is strong enough and clear enough and associated with the behavior, if my brain associates this feeling of great handwriting and easier to do, then, that, then I'm not going to be reaching for the blue pin or the black pin or the red pin anytime soon. I'm just going to always go back to the purple pin. So that's what I would call an instant habit. And that happens in our lives, instant habits where we do things once and then we stop considering the alternatives. We always sit in that chair or wear those shoes to events or write with this pen or use this app or what have you. That's so true. I've actually got a green pen that I love writing with. And if I don't have that green pen on me and I've got a different pen, I sort of feel a bit, oh, I don't have my green pen and it's not as exciting. So actually that, that resonates quite strongly with me. Hello there, that is it for today's show. If you found it useful, why not share it with someone else who you think maybe is uh, struggling to, to form a new habit, perhaps. Um, and if you have been spreading the word about how I work, thank you so much. Uh, it's one of the ways that this show has continued to grow. So thank you for spreading the word. It is hugely appreciated. So that is it for today's show, and I will see you next time.